You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. Oh, my. Walking Dead, episode 609, was, to say the least, exciting. Welcome to Talking Walking Dead on theblaze.com slash radio. Welcome to it. This is Jeff Fisher, of course. I am joined by Aaron Hernandez. No, not that Aaron Hernandez. Please stop thinking that it's uh, that Aaron Hernandez every week. And I'm also joined by Jason Buttrell. Howdy, howdy. Uh, uh, welcome to it, Jason. I know so you've excited. been uh, you've been uh, drying your drying your eyes that you wanted to be on Talking Walking Dead. <laughs> I've been pleading. So here you are, and you picked a good week. Oh, and bro. We, you picked a good week. Just hearing so, that song, the the intro. <laughs> I've got that same feeling as last night. I can like barely breathe. So, we started out. Everyone watched the first, uh, you know, the preview that they sent out the first three or four minutes uh, prior to uh, Daryl saving the day against mm-hmm. uh, Negan's people, uh, which was tremendous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you thought, are we ever going? Are we going to see Negan? I mean, he's got a. Sooner or later, he's going to want to know what happened to his boys, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, that scene basically set the entire tone for the show. I mean, just from the get-go, I was thinking, okay, here we go. They're going to drag us out. They're going to scoot from one group to the next, and I'm going to be annoyed. But it's just not. <laughs> but the pace was set right there. Like, oh, my God, holy crap, RPG to this group of bikers. Dude. It was great. There's, there's always another weapon. Yeah, I, uh, but this whole leading into Negan, I love how they just kind of like tease it a little bit. And Aaron probably knows a whole lot more than I do about, about Negan and go into it more. But this is setting up an epic season. I think so. And it's also setting up an epic battle because, uh, Aaron, as you well know, Negan really isn't that nice of a guy. <laughs> he is the worst of the worst this group is ever going to come into. And he means business. This guy is bad news, and I'm so excited to see what Jeffrey Lee Morgan, who's a phenomenal actor, is going to be bringing to this I role. I know. I know. It's, it's going to be very good. When do you, uh, before we get uh, to some of the other exciting scenes in the episode, when do you think uh, he's going to make an appearance? Uh, midway through this half or just at the end and tease for next season? Well, I, I think they're going to definitely get to him this season. Uh, I just don't know how soon. It seems like from the sneak peeks that we're having for the next episode, they might be pursuing somebody else other than Negan. Maybe it was those people that uh, you know ripped off Daryl. It might be those people, or it might be another uh, maybe group of wolves. Who knows at this point? Because there's so many different people now trying to trying to get in on what the people of Alexandria have. Right. So who knows who it could be at this point? And then we have some serious street cleaning to go on oh, in Alexandria. God. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure how we're gonna how we're gonna take that. We're just gonna have to put them in a big. I think what I was thinking is maybe we uh, we we get all the bodies together and then they burn them, and that's going to be the signal to Negan that there's mm. you know the the fire is going to be too big. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of curious on back to when they're going to introduce Negan because I don't know. It, almost so. And again, we'll probably get into this a little bit later, but. You see the community of Alexandria coming together 
in right. an interesting way. Yeah. And that really has to happen as far as the story arc. For, or as like Rick is kind of like the guy that like... He can't be alone. No, and, He cannot be alone. And he brings people together. And that's kind of like how he ends up in the comics dealing with Negan. So like if Negan is like for people that don't know about him is he's basically like he's what is he like the mob boss of the zombie apocalypse? <laughs> so basically he comes he comes to get, he gets all these like groups and says, "Hey, you know, yeah, I'll I'll protect you, but you know, you got to pay me your tribute and I uh, and I'll make sure that right. you know the wolves don't come and you know and and, and spoil their date. We and, promise we won't tear your store up. Pay me money." Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So seeing this community come together is really like important as far as continuing the story and, and, and making sure that um, and it's kind of setting Rick up as being this guy that can like he's going to get the, he's going to get his own community together. But then he's eventually going to be the guy that gets the rest of these communities together. Well, I mean, you saw that uh, he was trying to uh, he after he had to kill the girlfriend. Mm. which was, oh, well, he didn't have to kill her. I mean, he, she was bitten, and then he had to cut her hand off to get Carl away. Um, that's when, he, I mean, he his heart was, I mean, I felt so, so bad for yeah. him. I was like, oh, He man. finally got a girl, and I now know. he's chopping her arm off. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the new world. Yes. <laughs> I like, I, I loved, and it, what's funny is I saw a bunch of other uh, news outlets, I mean, some respected news outlets coming out, and, and they were really criticizing that scene, saying there's this riddle with inconsistencies, and, you know, that how long were they walking through this uh, street, and it took forever. They were kind of tearing it apart. I saw, like, two different articles, like, ripping this apart. And I was like, guys, this is why we love The Walking Dead. You could have right. taken that scene out. They could have been in a blank soundstage shooting that, and it could have been like the, the Land of Oz could have been on a green screen behind them. I don't care, bro, because I am so invested in these characters. We literally don't care. That's how good, yes. well they've developed these characters yes. and how much we're and think. And uh, I was uh, uh, when uh, Glenn was up against the fence before uh, yeah. Daryl came back, I was like, Oh, no, they're not going to get rid of him this time, are they? Glenn needs to go buy a Powerball ticket the moment they bring society back because he is the luckiest mofo around. It's insane, that guy. <laughs> and, 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 and I love the way they set up that scene because, oh, man, you know, from good. everything that they're doing right now with all the characters, nobody's safe. I, you know, I don't know who's going to die. Who There's people that right. are alive right now that are dead in the comic books, so it's anybody's yeah. game. And I really did think that Glenn was going to die right I there, and I thought too. that was awesome. I did too. I was I was very surprised he didn't die. We saw some great character uh, growth uh, from uh, you know our preacher man Gabriel uh, taking the baby, holding strong, yep. and then uh, then realizing that uh, uh, the prayers have been answered. God has given us the courage to save it ourselves. Yes. And Think then, about it. And again, that goes back to character development in this show. And that's why we love it so much. Like, it was funny. They kept on putting in uh, commercials in between of Fear the Walking Dead. And I was thinking as I'm, wa- I'm watching, it we seems like, like that. The was a, we don't like the characters. We don't care. Heroin boy that shoots up all the time. He, let him die. I really do not care. Him and his whole family. I really do not care. But these group, like I said, it doesn't matter where they're at. I'm going to care. Exactly. Also, I mean, I mean, if you if you re- look, everybody in this episode that were weak characters or at least uh, characters that haven't been exerting themselves stood up to the call this time they, around. They Eugene, sure did. Eugene, everybody. Eugene was great, and I I particularly appreciate it. I'm not sure um, when he said um, uh, no one gets to clock out today, and then he said uh, 
Uh, I'm not sure if he said, in hell, this is the story they'll tell, or if he said, in hell, this is the story they'll tell. Uh, either I prefer to think that he said, in hell, this is the story they'll tell. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then the characters that didn't step up were Jesse, Sam, his brother. They were the family. They were like a poster child family that will not be able to survive right. in, in this new world. You know what I mean? Like, they've yeah. been set up from the very beginning. The ones that could not cope. They, they could not make it. And now you're starting to see the people that are going to make it in this new society. They're starting. They're starting to get weeded out from the ones that can't make it. And this was kind of like the last family. They're like, nah, yeah, they they have not adapted. They're not going to make it. And Rick kind of kind of dealt with his girlfriend. Yeah, I know. And he was when he was. Uh, uh, so, uh, Aaron, we got uh, we got Carl's eye gone now. Finally, yeah. you've been you've been saying all along, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? We thought it was going to happen uh, the first part of uh, uh, this season. Uh, the first half, yeah. and uh, we finally got that out of the way. Yeah, which is really exciting because they, they you know, I didn't know what they were going to do with that, uh, if they were going to even put that in, because uh, like most people know uh, that, that have been following the comic books, Rick actually doesn't have a hand right. uh, for most of the uh, most of this season, the last season, and the last couple yeah, of that, seasons. Yeah, that was the, the, gov- the governor took that off, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. So he, he got his hand chopped off, actually, maybe within the first – couple of panels that they were introduced within the comic book in the in the graphic novel so i'm really i was really excited that they actually brought that into the uh into the the television show and uh i'm excited to see how that's going to play out in this world yeah it's and speaking of that it's very important i think because carl becomes a bad mamma jamma afterwards i mean he's already pretty close to that now he's getting there but this kind of sends him over the top so you can i mean i Carl is going to be probably one of the main guys, that one of the main enforcers going after Negan, if that is where they're going to take the show. Well, he's going to have to be a main enforcer, but that's, he still isn't going to be the leader that his dad is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. his dad can bring him together with a little bit of uh, still, his dad understood that, uh, you know, people still need a little bit of hope and love in their heart. Um, Carl has lost that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just really, really looking forward to showing how. I mean, Walking Dead to me is like I, I, I've never really been into zombie flicks that much. I'm, I kind of am now. I've actually been converted because of this. But I've always <laughs> watched it because it's like, it's like you see, it's it's more about hu- the human condition and and how we yes, react. Exactly. And, yeah, and, and and you know, when society breaks down, when things are their worst, how do we react? And Carl and Rick are going to be. I, you know, I I haven't gone as far as probably Aaron has in, is in the graphic novels, but have you finished them, Aaron? Have you gone all the way? Through? I I'm currently on the current issue, so. Okay. Yeah, okay. you can talk, yeah, down. I mean, you can talk down to it really us some is more. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious if they always if if they maintain that through the through the very end, like they're the ones that kind of stand for you know values, you know, in the actual. Well, like, that, right. That's what makes uh, this group. That's what makes this group uh, separate mm-hmm. from the rest of the world, right? They still. Um, while they have to, uh, they do a lot of killing because, I mean, you have to to survive, mm-hmm. but they do it justly and not just random. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Aaron, who are the wolves? Are they, is that a completely made up uh, group? Is uh, is that injected serious from, from the show creators? That's not in the graphic novel anywhere, is it? That is not in the graphic novels, which is really, it's been really wonderful just to see that story arc unfold uh, with the television show. And uh, and I'm, I'm just really excited what they're doing with it. The character 
of the, I don't know if they actually gave him the name, but the wolf that was uh, with Dr. Denise this yeah. whole episode. You know, it, it shows you what type of people they are. That character shows you what type of group the wolves are and how manipulative they are yeah. and how cunning they are. And, um, and, and how they I don't really, have I really oral liked hygiene. the way they did that. <laughs> and it, just, it specifically shows how they don't have oral hygiene at Dude, all. That's, that's <laughs> oh my gosh. That is true, man. He, he was rough. Uh, <laughs> one thing that I really liked about that character was I felt like before Carol – you know, dropped him, I felt that he was almost turning to the uh, side I, of I thought the same thing. Really? I thought maybe, you know, as they came back for her, uh, I thought maybe that they w- weren't be able to make it and they'd have to go back to the house and that he might, uh, at least for a couple of episodes, be part of the group, you know, on the outskirts. So, think, so thinking of, like, humanity and how humanity devolves and uh, you see let's say you see rick's group as one side you see the governor's side as another side he's actually a little bit more intellectual government governor is a little bit more thoughtful mm. even though he's just as brutal as negan <laughs> negan is like man how to describe negan he's like uh like who's the actor on the evil dead series like a uh, crazy you know what's his name uh bruce campbell bruce campbell like, oh, yeah. Ash. <laughs> ash yeah he's like ash like a crazy evil ash and so they're completely different. But the, the wolves, and, and specifically this character, was like, he's like a chameleon almost. I didn't see him as changing. I saw him just taking advantage of a situation. Of every situation, no matter what it is. Exactly. Yeah. And that might be kind of how these, these wolves characters are. You know, they're just, they're survivors because they're, you know, they adapt. And, you know, they, they overcome and adapt and they're whoever you want them to be. But, again, that make, might make them even more dangerous than what they've seen. Right. Well, what Rick did, and th- you're listening to Talking Walking Dead, by the way, with uh, Jeff Fisher, Aaron Hernandez, and Jason Buttrell. Um, did I get that right? Buttrell. Buttrell. Well, I, <laughs> I knew I was going to screw it up. I can't. I, I'm just calling Jason. No worries. Do that. Yeah. I, I don't care. I can call you. Never mind. I'm not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, don't do that. Um, <laughs> what Rick did to bring them together. And then we'll talk a little bit about the future and what we see happening. But what Rick did when he went out after they got Carl back to the uh, back to the house to get uh, fixed up and just went out because he had lost control. While that panned out well and brought everyone together, that really was uh, not that smart a move. Oh, we were seeing Psycho Rick coming back. With yeah, his ghosts and stuff. Yeah, I was totally. I know. Yep. That's why I was starting. You know, I, that's I was like, okay, bud, come on now. But then again, how the writers are right, right the show. I thought it was awesome because literally it was it was him freaking out and going out there and saying, you know, from the beginning he's called this community weak. You know, they're they're not ones that they're, they're not on the same level as his group. Right. He's always called them weak. So he goes out there basically as like, look, this is has gone to hell like I thought it would. I'm going to have to take matters in my own hands. But then what do you see? You see all the the rest of the community going, holy crap, he's taking, you know, this is his last stand. Yeah. You know, this, and I thought that was really cool as, as, a, as a story, uh, uh, like a vehicle to show that how this community is, they're salvageable. They're starting to change. They're, they're becoming yeah. what Rick's group has become. And yeah. I don't know, Aaron, you got any thoughts on that? I, I, I just thought that was really cool how they, how they did that. Oh, I loved it because, you know, when he went out there, when he grabbed his hatchet and he went out there, you felt the desperation. Uh, that was a yeah, man that's for that sure. everything is now being stripped away from him, which, you know, I mean, this guy's already been through a lot, but to have his son, you know, shot in front of him, you know, I can only imagine what that would do to somebody. And with all those zombies knocking at the door, uh, you know, you see, <laughs> uh, you know, a man with desperation, but it turns into 
almost a rallying cry to fight back and to fight for what you have for everybody else within that community. So I love the way that they did it. And, uh, I mean, you felt it, you know. When when they were up against the wall, you you really did felt that these guys were finally redeeming themselves and fighting for their future. And once uh, once it ended, uh, you know, when they were all together, you really felt it. And then you saw Rick talking to Carl, saying he really wanted to show him, you know, the new world. And uh, I found it interesting that he, you know, I guess Judith goes without mentioning, uh, you know, Michonne's in the back holding the baby, and he's telling Carl he wants to show him the new world, but. Oh, oh, that's right. I've got a daughter. <laughs> I'm telling you, I still believe that Judith is the, the key. key. The key. That is my theory. I know you do. <laughs> I don't know about it, but we'll see. We'll see the how key. they play it. All right, let's talk about the future a little bit, and then uh, then we'll get out of here from uh, episode 609. Um, where are we going? Where do you see it, Jason? Where are we going? Well, I hope that they introduce Negan sooner rather than later. So I, I, I'm assuming the next couple of episodes are going to show that development that we were just talking about with the community. So this is this is Rick's group. Well, they have to, right? I mean, they got to get the place cleaned up, get it boarded up. I mean, that's what he was talking to Carl about. Yep, and, and they've evolved. So now I think that they're really going to come. They're going to get stronger, um, and it's going to be legit. I think that now is when they're going to start. I mean, Negan's guys have got to come out and investigate where this group came right. from. So they've got to come out. So they're going to have two competing people that are going to defend off the wolves, which we've got to see them come back. They're not there just for nothing. They've got to. They've got to come back. So I'm assuming in the next few episodes you're going to show them kind of rebuilding and then hints at you know the coming of the wolves and the coming of Negan's group. So do we think that it's possible that uh, Rick brings the wolves together with his people to go against Negan? Yeah, I, I just I got I got a feeling that they're like he acted because that like, goes to what you were thinking, Aaron, is that uh, he was about ready to you know come back back into the city. Yeah, yeah, I think there might be, I, I don't know, man, the way that they play this is kind of tricky, but I think uh, uh, Rick's group might be meeting another group that, you know, might be getting taxed by this mafioso-like figure that is Negan, and there might be an alliance there, right. and, uh, you know, all-out war might come out from this. Yep. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're going to have to, right? I mean, Negan's going to come knocking, and uh, he's not going to be, A, happy, because he lost his main enforcer, or at least one of his strong enforcers. And he also is not going to be happy because there's an awful nice neighborhood that isn't his. Yeah. <laughs> what is the, I don't know if the, if the audience really knows what they're prepared for. If you haven't read some of these graphic novels when Negan comes into it, it's going to get insane. Like, what is that, what is that called, Aaron? The, that, that one series is like All Out War or World at War or something like that? Yeah, All Out War is uh, All Out the War. name of the uh, eight. Uh, comic books that um, make that collection, and it is brutal. We are. This is what I've been telling uh, Jeffy, uh, Jason, for the last couple of episodes here, is that uh, we are getting into really, you know, the worst of the worst that we've seen so far, and it it's a great story. So I'm very excited to see how that develops. Can't wait. It's going to be excited. Okay. Talking Walking Dead, you can join us here every Monday evening to recap and look to the future.